we have a lot of conversations with uh, different professionals from our community and, you know, some of the folks that we've uh, been able to have the privilege of uh, networking with. And I think it's always cool to jam with those folks and pick their brain. But it's very rare that um, we have put our conversations out there and share that with with our friends, let, it, let alone the world. When I look at other husband and wife uh, teams out there or like just like spouse uh, partnerships, I'm always curious if they experience a lot of the same things that we experience. Like how do they navigate it? I mean, some of your friends, they still refer to me as like, the boss. The boss or whatever. Or like, oh, you It doesn't know. help that you, t- <laughs> you keep telling them that you're the boss. <laughs> because I am. That's funny because we have like very different ideas of uh, what a boss is supposed to do yeah. and what a leader is supposed to do. Well, I, I know for sure I'm not a leader. I'm just, I'm just a boss. Pretty much as a leader, you're in service of the folks you're leading. And that's really what I, I've taken away from like great leaders that I've come into contact with. But you, on the other hand, you're the brain, like pinky of the brain. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I'm just going to take over the world. I'm going to take over your account and your life. Give me, give me, give me. Well, baby, I'm, I'm the brain and you're <laughs> pinky. I'd be lucky if I was as tall as pinky. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you're a hard person to, like, to read. Even being married to you and being with you for the, for this long, it's still very hard to penetrate I- that. Well, I don't want anybody to penetrate anything right now (laughs) or ever. No, thank you. But I get that a lot. People tell me I'm hard to read. And I'm like, what do you guys want to know? Just ask me. No, I get that a lot. People tell me I'm hard to read. Just as much as people have a hard time reading me, I think they have a hard time reading you too. Yeah. No, actually, like... They know when you're annoyed <laughs> or you're not interested because you give this face. You're like... The face that all wives and girlfriends <laughs> gives their husband or boyfriends, yes. Yeah. And Every wife like, knows that. They're like, okay, guys, let's go home. It's it's just really crazy. Listeners, if you guys are you know, paying attention, this woman, my wife, she's been the most supportive, the most loving person I've ever come into contact with. And in the beginning, I just didn't really see this. She's always been this person. Took a long time. Yeah, she's always <laughs> been at at the core of everything. Like uh, this person, I think she's grown a lot, and so have I. But like in from the very beginning, like I, I was just really tunnel vision on what I thought should be par- priority and what I thought I should be focused on, and I didn't really see anything else beyond that. And you know, I put her through a lot of shit. You know, when I think about it now, I would have been able to move a lot faster and go a lot farther if I only, you know, recognized that she was the key to helping me succeed in everything. And by embracing, you know, my love and appreciation and respect for her, I would have been able to do a lot more faster. It took a long time. Yeah. It took a long time. You know, some people don't ever arrive. Yeah. Or some people don't ever grow. And yeah. it's, it's true what Tony Robbins says. It's like, you want to be happy? You don't make progress. That's going to make you happy. But progress is also very hard. It's though. hard. It's, it's, the, it's the harder path to take. Progress is hard because progress demands everything that's required to like sweat, to bleed, to cry, to do all of that stuff. But relationship is work too, though. Yeah, absolutely. For me, like, that's how I've really grown my, I guess, my reach and 
really like how I've built rapport with those folks. It's really through like taking everything I've learned from our relationship and what you've taught me about what's most important, those, those values and those priorities. That's what I've taken away and that's what I've applied to, you know, my professional relationships. I mean, granted, they're not always successful yeah. because it's like you, you can't put your ambitions on other people. And a lot of times those people may or may not share the same values and they may not contribute back the same way. Right. You and I, we both have to, have to give. Yeah. to each other in order for this relationship to work but mm -hmm. you know some some of those professional relationships a lot of them actually it's a very one-way one street way. it's yeah. like give me this we'll give you whatever payment yeah. in exchange and then get the fuck out of here yeah i think not only does it take a toll on like you but then the people around you as well mm -hmm. that you know when it comes to business it that's what happens and it's it's very difficult to like swallow that yeah it's I've seen it and what it does to you and me, I'm, I'm in a thick of it mm -hmm. and I understand it's just business. So I try not to take it personal, but I, I've seen it. I've seen you take it very personal. I take everything personal. <laughs> I know you take I everything, take everything personal. personal, but I do take it personal because it's like, it's like messing with my life and messing with the people I love. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, like I keep telling you, you're a much smarter person in general but obviously you're a much smarter business person as well because it's like i don't know about that <laughs> no i think so i mean sure like you don't mess with the day-to-day -day operations mm -hmm. and whatnot but then like i think you have a very good instinct for being able to read people and being able to like understand what's priority is like you just said something very important just now like messing with my time messing with my emotions messing with my life right mm -hmm. and if you let clients do that if you let like very poor business partners or just like uh, vendors or whoever you're working with in business if those people are not providing you value or they're not providing any sort of benefit back to you and they're just messing with your money messing with your time it's like you need to get rid of those people yeah. Yeah. With you, you always try to help everybody as much as you can. And, you know, you, I'm just, I'm just so different from you. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, this person, no. But you're yeah. like, I want to help everybody that comes to me. And I'm like, but you can't help everybody. That's, yeah. that's my whole point is you can't be like even Tony Robbins, right? Mm -hmm. His, uh, his uh, seminars or whatever. Yeah. Thousands of people go, go to his seminars, but he can only talk to maybe five. Mm -hmm. of them and that's yeah. it it's like it's a double-edged sword yeah uh for me to be a people pleaser mm -hmm. like when i get good clients i do everything i can to give them a great experience and deliver for them and you know make them a happy customer they love that right mm -hmm. and then when i get shitty clients i try to perform the same way but there's no pleasing them and yeah. it's just like I'm just like a fucking hamster on a wheel yeah. and I'm not making progress, yeah. you know, in life, in career or anything like that. And that's the worst yeah. to get like repeat offenders where really they're just like keeping you on a hamster wheel. Uh, you're I don't not, know. You kind of like growing. those repeat. Uh... You know, <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's so much that I like them. It's that when I first started out, like it was that much harder. I didn't have mentors. I didn't have anybody really showing me anything. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to navigate. Yeah, you did everything yourself. Yeah, basically. you you built from the ground up, like learning everything yourself. No mm -hmm. mentor, no nobody to even show you the ropes. I don't know. We had to go through all this bullshit, and 
that's why when we talk about it to our other friends who are kind of dabbling, you know, in the field or they're doing different things um, that that's really hard to navigate through because there's no blueprint for success. Right. We can speak on so many different levels of, of uh, what failure looks like and what success looks like and what the pitfalls are because like, we went through the shit, mm-hmm. you know, you don't you know do videography or you're not in the field but you had to do a lot of the logistical items you had to put up with my like all the crazy shit that i was projecting out yes i was i was the assistant that got yelled at and stuff (laughs) and so i was like i and i knew that when i was helping you i would like i'm like okay it's it's, don't take it personal and just i know how you are and yeah he he still loves me at the end of the day he'll he'll still hold me closer than i am so sorry baby (laughs) oh my god don't ever let me work for somebody just like me no but actually like i think i've changed in some in a lot of ways because i think when you're younger you're still trying to learn the shit too so Mm -hmm. you're less confident and then i think a lot of that comes out in like uh, with frustration yeah but now i'm a lot more grounded yeah i I think you were frustrated a lot you were trying to find yourself and then grow at the same time yeah but it's like a mixture of both Mm -hmm. and so and you know you were in that like phase for a very long time i know sometimes like i don't know if, if i ever climbed out of it and then sometimes I'm just like, I don't even remember the the pit being there. And I'm like, mm. where the fuck am I now? Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people are like that. They don't know that. Even when they've fallen into the pit, yeah. that's the scary thing. It's yeah. like they don't even know that they're in there, that they're trying to climb out. And they just keep falling back into the pit. Some people love staying in the pit yeah, because true. they're yeah. so they're it's familiar mm-hmm. and they've grown accustomed to like yeah. being where they're at in their life and just can complacency you know yeah. that complacency it's like it's dangerous and i think even now like we're frustrated by my ambitions wanting to like just do more and yeah. do bigger shit right yeah. and, and, and it's and it's very scary for yeah. me but you know it's like <laughs> Cause you're like, babe, we're good right now. Yeah. We're good. Like, like I really like it right I mean, now. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Like our friends might see like, oh, we have a solid relationship, and we, you know, for the most part, we do. I think, mm-hmm. but you know, like I don't know, this husband of mine, he's, he's kind of like, he's kind of crazy sometimes, and I'm just like, sometimes, all the time, all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna have a heart attack at work thinking about it. I know. Like, why can't he just be happy with like? You know, having a good job, having like that having should be a, enough. Having your dream job, like I remember when I was like tell you like when you mm-hmm. first got your job and you're a videographer, and I'm like, dude, like not a lot of people get to do the stuff that they love to do for mm-hmm. a living and get paid to do it. You know? Yeah, a lot of people don't, and then at the same time, quite a big chunk of people who've worked hard and made the right moves, mm-hmm. you know, have really followed through, like those people do have uh, you know their dream jobs or they're they are doing something impactful and meaningful right mm-hmm. and so those are the ones like that are on top yeah and hopefully you one day you'll be there <laughs> yeah one day i'll be there <laughs> but that's what it takes i think a lot of people struggle with like what they want priorities in their life you know because it changes from like i i wanted to say from year to year but mm-hmm. even from day to day it's unpredictable yeah. Is basically what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. What's top priority that never changed? Like, we would probably agree that, like, what, family? 
Mm-hmm. And like the, the the people, obviously, like the people you love, like that yeah. overrides everything. All the other family, bullshit. people you love, and your health. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man, yeah. So so uh, you know, ever since I um, you know started this whole crazy journey of just like trying to follow my dreams, I did not prioritize like my health, and I really really suffered for it. It took a long time to hit me because I was in good shape and I didn't I didn't know I was like slowly deteriorating heading down that road. My mom was saying like uh you look like the Dunjay meaning like you know the yellow looking. Yeah. And so I'm like, "Oh, I don't know." <laughs> but you know, but my mom can see it because she doesn't yeah. see you. Oh yeah, yeah. And and so even your like your your family didn't eat, they didn't even see it, you know? Right. And they they barely see us like you know once a month if, if yeah. we're lucky but because i live with you it, it was so like when your color changed i didn't know because yeah. i'm like oh it's like it, it didn't change like overnight it changed like little by little i guess i didn't really think much of it and then i told your mom and then like your yeah, mom the, was the like the minute oh my you gosh. told my mom she was like your mom called my mom to yes, tell her yeah then she called us and then she was like crying to me and like okay fine mom i'll go and so like i wasn't even gonna go and then like i, I kept f- urging you to go yeah and so like at the time i wasn't even insured i was we weren't yeah. married at the time yeah. and so i had to like dish out 70 bucks or something for like this what, what do you call those local urgent, like those urgent care yeah the urgent like clinics or yeah something. the walk-in clinics yeah i went to one of those one of the doctors you know they saw me and she was just straight up like you need to go to the emergency room mm-hmm. and i'm like right now today <laughs> because <laughs> i i just came off have, of work expecting have, to go back i have other things i gotta do yeah i i, I was working for the company right yeah yeah at, you're at this time working. and so like the doctor was like do you want me to call an ambulance I, in my mind i was like calculating how much that shit it would, would cost. cost i'm like oh, fuck no I, I don't want you to call anybody do not call anybody she was like can you drive yourself and i'm like yeah, I could drive myself, but by that time it was so bad already. The only reason why I finally went to the doctor was because like I would just walk a couple steps and I would just be like drained of energy and out of breath, right? Mm-hmm. And so it got so bad. The doctor was like, "I've never seen anybody with you know, such a low hemoglobin level, and it's crazy. Like I'm surprised you're not whatever right Passed now." Passed out. I drove back to work, and you know Jen was still um, you know working with me at the time, and she was. She was like, oh, no, we don't have a shoot right now. We actually canceled it. Okay. I didn't know you went back to work. Oh, I didn't tell you I went back no. to work? No. I bet you if you, you would have told her, she would be like, what, what the heck? You, you idiot. Go. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I'm such an idiot. Like, this yes, goes is. to show you the level of neglect for my health. This guy. <laughs> called, okay, so he called me up, and I'm like, I'm working, and it's like 10 in the morning. And so we go, and then he's like, babe. Um, I'm hungry. And if we go to the emergency room, I'm going to, I know I'm going to have to stay there for a long time and I'm not going to be, be able to eat any food. So let's go to buffet. And I'm like, in my head, I'm just like, like, this is how much I love him. Like, I'm like, okay, I know he has to go to, to the emergency room. The doctor said, go straight to the emergency room. But he's like, I'm hungry. So you think I'll- the ambulance would have stopped at buffet? No, no, of course not. That's why I was like, I'm going to drive myself. I'm hungry right now. Yeah. And when, okay. And then we're, we go to the buffet and we're eating. And I'm eating, but I'm not tasting any food because all I am doing is I'm worried about you. And then we, we're almost finished. We're probably eating dessert. He looks over and he's like, we 
don't have to go to the emergency room, do we? And I'm like, <laughs> no, we are going straight to the emergency like, room. Can right we just after go that. home? Yeah, he's yeah. like, can we just go? I'm like, no, we cannot. Uh, that day is so vivid in my mind because I hated that day so much. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the emergency room when we arrived at Kaiser, mm-hmm. right? And I, I didn't have to wait in line or anything. They just threw me in the room. People just started doing their thing, drawing my blood. I was already out of blood. <laughs> I didn't know how yeah, much no, more yeah, blood no more they blood wanted. And they're yeah. still drawing blood. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, yeah. He made it. I'm yeah. <laughs> I didn't die. He made it. Yeah, so we, yes, putting up with this guy. It's, <laughs> And yeah. the whole time I was just thinking, like, how expensive it was going to be. Yeah. And the whole time I was just like, I don't care how expensive. Yeah. And this like, woman. I don't care. This woman, she stayed with me the whole time. <laughs> she stayed with me the whole time. And, you know, I I would drift off to sleep and I'd wake up and you'd be there. And sometimes you would drift off to sleep. and I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> it was tiring. We only stayed, stayed one day. Mm-hmm. And a night there. Yeah. So people don't do not neglect your your health. Your health. It's your instrument to a large degree. I still don't prioritize enough like my health. You know, I still end up working long hours. Still, you know, prioritizing uh, clients and their agenda before. Um, yeah, health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids, don't be dumb like me. Make sure <laughs> you guys uh, eat right, exercise. <laughs> having people who care about you whether they're a direct like business partner or just that foundation to keep you grounded like having that will be core and essential to your success if you don't have that i urge you to prioritize finding that in your life because it's going to be that much harder trying to do it by yourself man it's like when i think about stuff like that like there's been lots of times where i'm just like I want to follow my dreams and that's all that matters. And, you know, I put you in a place where, you know, obviously like, you're like, oh, you're, you are so selfish, you know? Mm-hmm. You're still selfish. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are, but it's because I love you. I am pretty selfish, pretty ambitious. I think when I first met you, maybe you were one dimensional, but yeah. I think you've, you've learned a lot and you've grown and you've changed. And, you know, it's, it's, our relationship is very different now versus like 13 years mm. ago when we first met and first got together. I guess it comes with like, you know, experience and learning more about the person and, you mm. know, seeing if you align or you like, you actually even like click, you mm. know, some people, they, they can be together for so long and not be happy. Like, I think that's the saddest part for me to know that you know you're not happy and you you can actually be spending your time with somebody else who can actually really love you and you can Mm -hmm. love that person back yeah life's too short you know it's like the same way you know you shouldn't be wasting your life with somebody you don't love whatever i mean you shouldn't be wasting your time with like shitty clients you know just taking it (laughs) It back comes back to that huh (laughs) yeah Yeah. we're just taking it back because i think a lot of our listeners um who who have kind of reached out to us they they do come from that professional field or they they have like aspirations to work in a creative field of some sort and so those are those are the folks who've reached out to us and uh like i always tell everybody there's a lot happening under the hood insecurities fears you know doubts all the the emotional yeah all that crap that you know it's much much harder to to navigate through without 
people who really care about you helping you along the way yeah you know and if you want to learn a technique a skill set whatever you, you can learn that shit from like youtube mm -hmm. but if you want to learn how to like battle your demons that's a little harder it's like nobody that's, can really teach you yeah that. that's something that can't be taught you have to learn yeah. how to do it yourself only you can teach yourself to to a large extent it, it is like a fight that you obviously mm -hmm. have to like take on but i think that having somebody like for me having somebody like you uh, there for me really uh, you know allowed me to go at it in a way where i didn't feel alone and i wasn't alone and that was the only way i was able to get through it was I kind of like your cheerleader at the, you know, the no, corner? No, <laughs> I mean, you were more than, so you, I don't really see you as my cheerleader. You don't blindly just like, you know, hype me up. You actually do more. You're you're like that master who like... Uh, <laughs> I'm a master now. Yeah. I'm a boss and a master. <laughs> you're like that master who, uh, you know, like does like really mean things to the student, the, oh, kung, yeah. the kung fu student. And like, they have to learn the hard way, but it's like the only way they can learn because they're kind of dumb too really i really do like love and appreciate you for not just the things that you've been able to bring into my life but being the person you are and i try to tell you that you know as much as i can sometimes i get like too tunnel vision into mm -hmm. i don't know something crazy that i'm working on mm -hmm. and i don't tell you enough i think for all the people who don't know like us like i am i'm always like behind the scenes i i'm always like by your side but i'm always listening i never like i never try to interject like myself into like these projects and whatnot mm -hmm. but on the other hand, like we're always jamming on stuff. So that's yeah. like, I'm always like the, the stuff like that Lou comes with and he gets all the information and then we kind of jam it out, brainstorm yeah. it. You're the one person I trust the most with absolutely everything. And it's not because you're just my wife. It's because you know me best. And I've learned to also appreciate that you, you have a pretty good read on other people. Whereas, like, you know, Don't we were talking... everybody my secrets. Well, I mean, it's no secret, babe. Like, they can people can't bullshit you. It's no secret. And people should be more fearful of you now, ah, right? <laughs> I don't want people to be fearful of me. No, I mean, like, they're not going to be fearful of you unless, like, you're not letting me go out and you're keeping me in a cage. They should be fearful. Baby, but... I... I never do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I you're love like, my cage, my little you, hamster yeah, wheel. Yeah, you, you're a, like a homebody. <laughs> no, pretty much I trust you and you, you won't bu bullshit me and I am i can't bullshit you. So like we, we break it down in a way where it's productive. Uh, the only other person that I have that sort of relationship with is my brother. The common things that you guys have uh, at the core we're your ride or die. Yeah, you guys are my ride or die. And yeah. that's how I love you guys in return. It's like when my brother Chinu like has a crazy idea about doing something, I'm like, cool, let's do it. And you, I'm always pushing you to like, hey, we, we need to, you know, execute on your like little side hustle because I'm like, this thing has so much potential and I think you're so great at it. And, and so sometimes like I take a break from my shit and I want to like really push your thing too. But mm -hmm. at the same time, like, we both know that we shouldn't try to put our ambitions on you know other people because it just doesn't work out yeah you know and i appreciate that <laughs> i mean you know i it's you know i i think uh like with me i always feel like oh yeah i really should do it and then i'm like oh i don't have time but i'm like you have no 
excuse. Yeah. <laughs> you have no excuse. You're just like being lazy. But I'm like, but on the other hand, I'm like, well, am I ready for it? I don't right. think I'm ready. Like, I don't think anybody ever is really ready yeah. for like to tackle something like that or to even just do like a side hustle or people take it like um, they're, they're harsh critic of themselves, you yeah. know? Like not enough like, confidence yeah. or just like a lot of this sense of fear about failure mm-hmm. and whatever, right? It's all the, yeah. the same things. If you guys are curious, and for those who don't know, my wife makes a killer zucchini bread. And if you ever didn't have any interest in zucchini, uh, it would change your mind. And if you didn't like bread in general, or if you're trying to lay off the carbs, this thing will like make you sin. So, <laughs> it's it's not a healthy bread, but yeah. you know it, it. It's a treat bread. You started making it for my uh, family like during the holidays. Yeah. And so now every holiday they always look forward to it, yeah, and they always they request do. it. And you've started like making individual package versions know, I was for them. <laughs> I think was it one year that I didn't make zucchini bread. Yeah. And they were so disappointed. They're like, huh? I hate Christmas now. Yeah. No. <laughs> No. They, were, they, were, they were disappointed, but they were just so sad that I didn't yeah. make zucchini bread. I'm like, sorry, I, would, I just got too busy. Yeah, see, now you've got them all hooked on it. Great. Now you just got to start selling to them, and then you'll be a millionaire before I am. When people who are husband and wife, and they have a duo, and they go into a business together, or they do something together, um, I think it's very special that they can actually do things like that mm-hmm. together. If you don't know what HFest is, it's a night market. And so uh, I ended up getting a booth because I thought my brother would want to sell t-shirts, but like he ended up like uh, not having inventory or, you know, uh, being available. So we had a booth and nothing to sell. And so my wife put together like, uh, just like, how long did it take you? A day? Well, I, I've been thinking, I was thinking about it, but... Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's going to be a uh, uh, night market. And I'm like, well, you know, we can't sell food or anything. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll I'll make some my zucchini bread to kind of share with everybody. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're interested, they can. So we couldn't technically sell it. So uh, just so you guys know, we couldn't technically sell it because like all the food vending have been bought out. So like, and so we were one of those non-food vendors. but they were okay with us handing out samples, samples so yeah. that's what we ended up doing. So we, yeah, we handed out samples, and I think a lot of people were kind of sh- shy to come and eat because they were like, "Oh, it's free," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's free, of course. Like, come and get some." But you know, it's they're free, and like, then they're like, "But what is it?" Yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't look that good. Yeah. I mean, people and, thought it was like brownies. Yeah, they, they, it looks like brownies, but. Mm-hmm. So they're like, ah, I don't know if I want to eat it. <laughs> yeah, but, but once they taste it, they're like, mm, it's yeah, pretty good. They were pretty down. And yeah. so like, aside from the bread, you also made this really cool, like, um, what it, what is it? Like a light up, a balloon that lights up? Oh, yeah. So that um, I was researching on uh, Amazon and I was like, okay, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a night market. So it's going to happen at night. Yeah. And I'm like, what can I sell that kids can play with or like kids love to play with? And so I'm like, no, I can sell balloons. And I'm like, they have those um, those stick that mm-hmm. you can just put the balloons on, you know, and you can uh, kind of just play with it, like kind of like a sword or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll oh, just put it on that. And I'm like, wait, they have like light up balloons. So I'm like, let me do the light up balloons because like little babies can actually play with it and it won't like fly up or whatever. Yeah. So that's what we did. That was like the biggest hit that night. Yeah. Like because nobody else was selling anything no. that lit up. 
Except for, I, we saw like one or two kids who came with like a huge thing that lit up. But that was not. Yeah, but we went outside and yeah. we were like, where's that vendor? Yeah, no. Where's our competitor? <laughs> but then like we went outside and we couldn't find it. So we're like, oh no, they brought it yeah, from they somewhere. Yeah, they brought it from somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, that thing was a huge hit that night. Kids were like whacking each other with it. Like it would pop and they would come right back and spend more money and give us their money. Yeah, and so, like, I felt bad if I would. I you know, like, yeah, I we didn't always them. take their money. We were like, oh my God, you didn't even, you didn't make it out of the corner of my eye you pop your <laughs> balloon and so oh, you know good hearted us we gave them like free balloons to make up for it yeah they were just babies they were, yeah, just, they were kids. just kids but yeah i mean I, I it was like i've never like sold anything i've never been a vendor yeah. so it's very new for like both of us yeah because you were actually helping out with h fest too so yeah it was like he was helping um run h fest and helping me do like the vendor stuff at the same time and thank goodness my my sister and her fiance they just said, don't tell anybody but they decided to call into work and they helped they helped us um do the vending um, now i can't shout out their names yeah but, <laughs> but that they we are very lucky to have them and you know so thankful um but they were able to go with us and help us do our stuff. So yeah. Without them and without all the other people who helped us, it, it would not yeah. have, like, gone. But, yeah, shout-outs to, like, John and uh, HFAST as well. It's, like, it was their whole intention of, uh, you know, making it low barrier. So, you know, like, people like you and me who've never done Who's vending, never done it, yeah. yeah and if, could if you want to try to do something, yeah. hey, you know, it's... It, doesn't cost that much and you know try your hand in it see if you like it and if you like it hey that's like a business venture that you can actually try doing right it could become something really big yeah uh that day i saw you uh put on your like you know game face and i i want to see more of that because i really enjoyed just playing a different role where i didn't have like to head a project Mm -hmm. or like head an operation Mm -hmm. i was just there in a supporting role and so i really actually enjoyed it uh, where, you know, you were doing your thing. You were like, that day you were the boss. Mm-hmm. Extra boss. Extra boss. <laughs> Extra boss. And I was just like the dude, like, you know, peddling your your zucchini bread and balloons and whatever, like just uh, the, the sales guy. Mm-hmm. And and you are great at being. So. <laughs> I've, I've never known that he could do sales, but this guy can, he can, he's pretty good at sales. I, I don't know if maybe because I'm biased or whatever. But... No, like. I always thought I sucked at sales and I, I'm pretty sure I always sucked at sales because I never worked in sales. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing freelance work, I sucked at mm-hmm. selling myself. Yes. I didn't do any promotion. I didn't really talk about You still don't do any promotion yeah. now. Yeah, like that day selling something that we both loved, like the zucchini bread and oh, the... we were selling it, we we're just giving it. Oh yeah, samples. yeah. Not selling we're, it. We were but selling then, it. Well selling it in the sense of like getting, you know, getting people bought mm-hmm. in on like, hey, you know, try this thing. You know, yeah. I mean, like selling it that way, not mm-hmm. actually like in it, making a transaction, but yeah. I, selling it that way, you know, something that we both really love and believe in, like it, it just came really easy to me. And like, I enjoyed doing it. I mean, I want to do that for the rest of my life. Push the things that I love out there into the world and share it with the world. Yeah, I think that's a lot of people, though. That's. That's what, you know, being a entrepreneur is. Yeah. 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 That's what it is, man. It's like you guys got to find that thing that you love and then invest in it and, you know, figure out how to do that. I know. And, and, and you know, 
we all know starting from the ground up it's it's very hard it's you know time consuming and it's it's a lot of work in the beginning but you know if if you're smart about it and you know what you're doing at the end of the at the end of like the timeline of you you know starting and succeeding yeah it, it will all be worth it at the end yeah like i say you need somebody you can jam with whether it's like you just talk to this person you guys can break things down and get on the same page or whatever like you gotta have some good people in your corner leave you guys with that and you want to close out babe <laughs> she's shaking her head <laughs> she's shaking her head we're just gonna close out yeah ciao guys